Hello, everybody. It is another week of just the headers and surprise. You didn't think there would be an episode this week, but there is. I just couldn't stay away from talking to you guys. I couldn't do it. I tried and my body wasn't ready for the break. So I'm D. I'm a uh, I'm a host of uh, Jesse's show here. Uh, just the headers. This is the Bitcoin Podcast Network show about the headlines in crypto uh, from the previous week. It just feels so good to be back, even though it's only been a week. So I thought we were supposed to take this week off, but we, we were gonna. <laughs> and then last night, I just had some juice out of nowhere. I was like, "I'm ready. I'm ready. I can do it." Ah. Uh. And so I spent all day psyching myself up, and we're here now. We're gonna read. We're gonna get through these headlines. And make it happen, Captain. Sounds good. How was your week, Jason? It has been extremely productive. Got a lot of stuff done. I can hear it in your voice. I can hear I can hear the jolt of electricity in your voice. <laughs> you can hear the coffee pumping through my veins. Yeah. It's very loud. It's deafening. <laughs> it sounds like Dunkin' Donuts coffee. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts has had some powerful coffee now, man. They put almost crack in that shit. Jeez. It's strong. Um, So, if this is your first Just the Headers, welcome. Like I just said, we read the headlines. There's lots of them. We read them to you, and we give you some colorful commentary as well. So, are you in for a ride? Um... My week was good, Jesse. Thanks for not asking. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <dude>. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> I did have quite a bit of fruit this week. I stepped my fruit game back up. Walmart has these nice, uh, convenient fruit packs, which work for me because I don't have to cut them up. And uh, been eating a lot of pineapple lately. Been eating a lot of dates. Really, dates are powerful fruits. The power, power fruits. Had some apricot or apricot, however you feel like saying it. Um, been a delicious week, but we're just going to hop right into this. You ready for this, Jess? I'm ready. Oh, you know, I kind of feel bad. So how was your week? <laughs> <laughs> it was actually really good, man. I'm wrapping up a project that went really well. Uh, gonna be able to get out of Detroit. Um, you know, it was a pretty good, pretty good week. So, oh, that's where you've been this whole week. That's where I've been for the past uh, six weeks, actually. Gee, wait, I thought you flew back and forth. I do every weekend. I fly back to one of my homes and then I fly back to okay. work. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So I'm a traveling man. Uh, 
And then when I hop into Slack, it feels like Cheers. You know? <laughs> Why? Because it's just like the song says. It's like, you want to go where everybody knows your name. Hold on. Let's, let's start from scratch. Making your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries, it sure would help a lot. <laughs> Wouldn't you like to get away? Do, 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 do. Here's where you come in, Jesse. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. And they're always glad you care. It's a song. It was a good song. You know, you're like the uh, the black version of who's the guy from um, um, that that galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy. Who's the guy that dies? Who's <laughs> Christopher the, Pratt. Yeah, you're like the Chris, like a black Chris Pratt. Black Pratt. I'm talking about. <laughs> you're Blatt. Blatt. <laughs> Christopher Blatt. Yeah. There you go. I wonder what he would look like. I feel like we should try and stir up a controversy, like face uh, Photoshop him in blackface and then just release it on the Internet and see if people go crazy. <laughs> Call Christopher Blatt and just stir the pot. Why not? People believe any fucking thing nowadays. So you might as well just anyways. Uh, and they're always glad you came. Uh, all right. So. Will 5G and the Internet of Things help blockchain seize the day? This article is written by Vinay Nair. And here we go. The tech industry seems to be in a state of constant flux, bombarded as it is the innovations from right, left and center. Honestly, with the number of buzzwords and new launches coming my way, I really think it would be easier to keep up with the Kardashians' nonstop drama than the barrage of next big things lined up in the space. I want to stop reading this because they mentioned the Kardashians, but we will keep going. Given that the space is so insanely overcrowded, standing out is not an easy task. What is harder, however, is to retain the limelight for more than a year or two. Blockchain is one technology that has managed to keep us interested for a while now. But unless it manages to explode into a widely adopted technology soon, it might start fading off. Fortunately, it seems to be getting some help in that regard. And two other technologies that define the coming fourth industrial revolution, or if you're in the know, 4IR. 5G and the Internet of Things are ready to make waves their own. And seamless connection between these three could keep blockchain alive and well. What are you getting to, man? I'm not trying to read a story. Give me some fucking facts. <laughs> this is a fluff piece. Okay, here we go. Here's some juice, maybe. Blah, uh, blah, 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 blah. Blockchain technology itself is uh, premised upon being decentralized and trustless, but these qualities are central to its smooth functioning. Yet smart contracts depend on third-party, off-chain data that is fed into the blockchain by sources that are often decentralized, only in theory. I feel like people are just more articulate at saying the things that I say quite often. But <laughs> That's exactly what this is. Yeah. To tackle the oracle problem, 
It makes let's a lot go, of let's, sense. Let's just let's just skip this article because yeah. at the end the conclusion goes: cooperation is key in cushioning the impact of this onslaught of automation increase in digitization, and only a strong support from five G and IoT will help blockchain claim its throne. Like, what is this? This is not Game of Blockchain Thrones. Like, <laughs> Game of Chains. <laughs> Moving beyond the blockchain is the app. Moving beyond. Oh, wait, oh, wait, I read that weird. Moving beyond. The blockchain is the app. <gasps> this is written by Mick Bowman. So, uh, Mick Bowman's a principal engineer at Intel and a member of Coindesk's advisory board. So, he knows his shit. Four autonomous vehicles arrive at an intersection. Who gets to go first? Everyone knows that. Right away, the vehicle to your right goes first. So then they all end up going in synchronization. Everyone read the driving manual. Mick, your article shit. Next article. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. So he says, yeah, this sounds like the beginning of a bad joke, but the problem is very real. It's very, very fucking real and surprisingly difficult. Solution lies in decentralized computing, an emerging field that will likely involve blockchains, along with a host of other technologies. To understand the problems it tries to solve, let's dig deeper. <laughs> let's not. <laughs> what? Let's, you don't want to dig into that? that? No, there's nothing here. Oh, wait, hold on. Shipping. The shipping products include Trust Zone from ARM, Software Guard extensions from Intel, and AMD's secure encrypted virtualization. For those that are, for those more inclined to open hardware specifications, a Keystone project from researchers at UC Berkeley and MIT seeks to develop an open source TEE for the RISC processor, RISC Five processor. TEE is important. Trusted yeah, execution environment. Yes, uh, a hardware-based TEE provides a general-purpose compute environment that addresses performance and flexibility requirements that limit the application of ZKP technologies. What is ZKP technologies? Zero knowledge or proof. R. Oh, zero knowledge okay. proof. Okay, 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 yeah. However, hardware-based trust should not be viewed as a panacea when it is situated appropriately in the larger security. I want to see, okay, you know how earlier this week I was um, I was replying to uh, Ken talking about Cosmos mm -hmm. and uh, who, uh, Tendermint. Tendermint is the um, governing, um, is, the, is a consensus protocol or is a consensus engine the tendermint core and it's it's centralized so for all these projects that are supposed to be pos decentralized like voting like decentralized governance structures like when exactly like eos like when are they going to be decentralized if ever and if not then they're just advertising bullshit and nobody should invest in them well jesse i think you're right you hit the nail right on the head with that second statement there they're full of shit and no one should be investing in them but the un the the reality is is that if a motherfucker like justin sun can get people to pour billions into fakeware then that stuff is gonna win out too so oh. It's not decentralized, and we're very far from decentralization. Decentralization even being real at all. Um, yeah, things are decentralized. So, so there is a, okay. Two things to just throw in here that 
don't necessarily give us a, a heading to pinpoint any conclusion, but just kind of to be thrown into the stir fry. Um, the fact that there's like this um, this IT company like Gunther or Gunter, I don't know what they are, um, other than the fact that they they deliver Internet of Things and um, private secure solutions for IT. I don't know, it's fucking bullshit. But anyway, they are saying that by 2020, uh, 20% of the industry is going to be POS, centralized governance structures. Yeah. Do you agree? Do you think that that is going to be possible? And then also um, the fact that like Ethereum, um, which is supposed to go proof of stake eventually, it is, I think, what is it, like 200 something or two, 300 something people own 33% of all Ether. That makes sense. So I don't think there is ever really going to be a decentralized POS is what I'm getting at. I think that is a pipe dream. Um, I definitely do think it's a pipe dream. Uh, proof of stake is a pipe dream. And I know that's going to make a lot of people upset. It is working, quote unquote. But the fact of the matter is there's never going to be enough decentralization proof of stake. I don't think there ever will be. There's not right now. The very person that argues for proof of stake is the person that did the research that shows that it's not decentralized. That guy is Dr. Petty. He's my longtime best friend. When he did those distribution analyses, it showed like 1% owned like 80% of most of these tokens. That's not decentralized. Right. So So I don't understand why there was this I do understand why cuz market Can we just have like a website that just calls out like these POS projects that have like at Now the, do you the mean proof of stake or piece of shit? <laughs> like <laughs> uh, both both. Oh. We should do like a like a community blacklist website that's just like this is a piece of shit. Why? And then, like, what are those? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are those? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, it's uh, you know, maybe we're maybe we're thinking like cavemen, Jesse. But I don't see how not physically making someone do something that then rewards them is going to spread to decentralization i just don't see that like what i mean by that is for proof of work you're staking physical assets and electricity in return those physical assets are doing work electronically to produce electronic value and did i explain that wrong or did i get that wrong did i overgeneralize? no i think proof of work is the the best method of decentralization bitcoin is the prime example of the best version of decentralization as but even that's right. becoming centralized right and yeah, everything becomes centralized so that's true so this 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 ideology of trying to decentralize everything and make everything equal and even is not natural it's not realistic. Well, it's not. It defies nature. Yeah. 
So I think people should just not do that anymore. Not invest in POSs. <laughs> Hashtag investment advice. Hashtag not investment advice. Go ahead and clear money. <laughs> Look, even if you take this to the long tail, right? And I've done this exercise, this thought, this thought exercise many times on the Bitcoin podcast. But let's take Bitcoin to the long tail. And the year is 2143. And the very last Bitcoin is mined. And theoretically, the fees are substantiating the network. Are we honestly going to think to ourselves that miners at that point won't be a government entity? Miners won't be protected by the government because they are literally securing all of the world's value, right? In our dream world, Bitcoin has all the world's value. We don't think we're going to be guarding that value with guns and lasers. I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah, well, when there's no more Bitcoin that comes into circulation, supposedly there's so many people using Bitcoin that the fees are more than enough to subsidize the miners to work, right? Yeah, but but like you said, it behooves people to centralize um, the mining process. Well, yeah, you don't want that. But what I'm saying is when I say centralized, I mean, there might be giant pockets. No one's ever going to have more than 51%, but there's going to be huge, like... 22%, 25% 22%, 25% mining farms that are protected with guns and rockets and lasers. And It'll we be depend like OPEC. on them. Huh? It'll be like OPEC for yeah. crypto. Because I know for one big. damn thing. If I'm old and gray and I know that all the world's values is, is protected and secured by this group of people, I'm going to protect that group of people. That's interesting. I never thought about what would happen to the miners. I just thought that they wouldn't centralize enough to ever to ever like I thought I thought people would just remain anonymous mining on their desktops or GPUs. That was the you idea. Know, some people but... have small companies, yeah. maybe some large companies, Bitmain, if Bitmain were to manufacture miners for their own use or to have like a subsidiary mining company, but it doesn't look like mining is working on a private large scale. Like all of the mining facilities in Washington went out of business. So Ouch. So like who is like I think I think mining is like state sponsored or just like small pockets of people of private investors who are just like they're they're biting the they're they're eating the losses and hoping for the returns. Or just governments subsidizing the mining process. Here's one thing. You keep this little nugget in the back of your mind. Of all the shows we've had, we've only had like one miner on it. And it is really tough to get miners to come on our show to talk about what's going on in the mining world. So Why? Because they're all Chinese? Mm-hmm. No. Um, that's racist jesse but it's not racist uh, when it's true (laughs) that's the same thing jethro says in georgia about (laughs) no i'm kidding um no most of the mining is like uh west east coast and in the u.s and then germany uh and then west west europe like britain um i think it's i think like have you seen the heat maps what's up have you seen the heat maps for mining? Nah, fam. Um, 
it's like mostly large cities all over the world in developed countries for the most part. You know what? I was going to say something about Tinder Mint. Go for it. I was going to say it sounds like something I'd call my girlfriend after I started my night with a Long Island iced tea. And right around 11.45, I start calling her Tinder Mint. You know what I'm saying? Like preparatory. <laughs> What's up, Tinder Mint? Mm. She said, like, why are you calling me Tinder Mint? I don't even know what that means. I'm like, yeah, you do. You can see your soul, girl. <laughs> Next article. Um, you know what? Let's just go on ahead and move it on to Monday. Your turn, Jess. Oh, Jess. what is this one about? The last article for Monday. It's that decrypt one that has like weird like how tos and stuff. Oh wait, no, it's no, no, this one says this one says uh, it's Novogratz. I'm just curious what this is about. Novogratz, Bitcoin is complete. The battle for payments in Web 3.0 has begun. Okay, Mike Novogratz took the main stage at Ethereum to deliver some home. Some home truths about Bitcoin, Ethereum, and saving the world. Why is he wearing Neapolitan colors? He got on vanilla, chocolate, and strawberry. (laughs) Anyways. Galaxy Digital CEO Mike Novogratz took to the main stage at the Ethereal Summit in New York, clad in gaudy pink and gaudy pink chinos and cream Amazonian jacket. Jacket. My wife said I look like a good and plenty. To break down the, st- <laughs> I can't read this seriously with how that man is dressed. Are you looking at how he's dressed? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he looks like an ice cream cone, like like a Neapolitan. What the fuck? Yeah. The first major use for crypto store value. It's Bitcoin, and it's done. The legendary ex hedge funder manager, fund manager said, "Adding Bitcoin is." Bitcoin is kind of finished. You don't need to do a lot more to it to fulfill its use case. It's not the technology. We could take the Bitcoin code and reconstruct it tonight. We could call it NovoCoin and it'll be worth bupkis. He said that the speculators should be wary of all coins that have no use cases and and liken that crypto ecosystem to the periodic table. There are 114 elements on the periodic table. He said only one gold just gets stored value. That actually makes a lot of sense, and now I'm upset. The second, <laughs> the second major use case for crypto is payments, and the winner is very much to be determined. Novo pointed out that in China, something like 95% of the population use their phone to pay for stuff. Very few people do in the West. But with the advent of proper stablecoin, he cited Telegram and Facebook as being the 800-pound gorillas to watch. That's likely to change, he said. The third and final major use case is Web 3.0, the interesting soul-cleansing save-the-world stuff. While Ethereum is the forerunner here, the race is on the create the programmable blockchain for everything. Uh, Though Novo said uh, he was a a fan of Ethereum, he was also the Princeton University roommate of Ethereum co-founder Joseph Lubin. He pointed out the massive competition was coming from the likes of Cosmos, Dfinity, Polkadot, and that the winner of the Web3 world might not be known for at least five more years. So, yeah. All right. He's a Bitcoin maximalist. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of like over what he said, honestly. And I don't think Bitcoin's story is done, quite honestly. Um, no, no. He said it, it won as being the gold in crypto, essentially. 
Well, I get that. We know that. I'm talking about Bitcoins as a technology isn't finished. That's oh. what's not the case. Um, I think what happened in 2017 is we got a glimpse of what could be with Ether, but even that's slowing down. And Ether 2.0 is so convoluted. Yeah, it's just convoluted. Um, so I don't think Bitcoin is done. I think Bitcoin is going to continue very slow and steady development until all of a sudden Bitcoin is, is pretty robust. Um, I really hope I sometimes go to sleep joyous and pray at night that Bitcoin still does a block size increase. It's not like they can't. I would I would laugh. So I'd walk through the streets and laugh and I would be that crazy guy. But, you know, that's me. But Bitcoin. um, It actually makes a lot of sense. The periodic table analogy. I kind of like that. So. Mm. Litecoin is a community of speculators, promoters or pumpers. Wow. This guy's throwing words around. He's throwing daggers. All right, your turn. Let's right, do here lightning. Because Tuesday. You gotta, gotta hasten this pace. Sure. Alright, Tuesday's first article comes to at uh comes to us from Coindesk.com. Fans can now bet crypto on Twitch's top Fortnite streams. Fans of the biggest Fortnite and Apex Legends streamers on Twitch can now place real bets on how well they play. Esports platform Unicorn is debuting uh, uh, a new product that lets fans wager crypto. Dude, I had a brain melt for like I was yeah, like, how, what is that word? Um, let's fans Debut? wager on on Twitch and other gaming sites, huh? Debut. Yeah, debut. I I don't know why I haven't said that word in forever. And a bid to give users more content for gambling. The problem with running an esports book is that there isn't always something to bet on, according to Unicorn CEO Rahul Sood. Other sports books, the reason they can be successful is that they have thousands of events they can take on at any given time, Sood told Coindesk. Right now, users can bet on live esports tournaments at the top tier. They can also bet against themselves on Unicorn. But people don't all, always want to bet on themselves. And while there's a lot of esports tournaments in the world, they are not. there are not yet enough for fans to bet on a top tier game no matter the time you know this has existed in so many different ways but in so many different ways the games have sent cease and desist letters to all people who run gambling sites that are based on games so i don't understand how these people are going to skirt that when they get those cease and desist letters from from steam from valve um from the game developers so i don't know how that's going to work all right, next article. Uh, Bitfinex is private token sale raised $1 billion in 10 days, executive says. So we already know this. We read this last week. This is just a confirmation that Bitfinex was able to raise $1 billion USDT uh, in a private sale. Private companies, giants in our industry and outside. This is Paolo Arduino. Um, made investments for greater than 100 million each. A legion of inside and outside users made investments for 1 million, more than $1 million each. So, there you go. I think I would bet on you if you were playing that one game that you used to play. Yeah. 
Because you were good at that game. See, but then if you know I'm going to win and then the I have good odds, I could just bet on myself to lose and throw the game. You could and that's do what that. people were doing. That's what people baby, were doing in Counter-Strike. Then you'd be a baby bag bitch. No, but that's what I'm getting at. Like people would do that in Counter-Strike for hundreds or hundreds of thousands of dollars on so betting then, sites. Like, for example, do, there was this team. Yeah. If that's the case, then they need to guise the odds, right? Well, so, for example, this one team, Cloud9, right? They, they've they been consistently good. And then uh, in in private discussions, they were, like, by some Russian investor or better gambler or whatever, he told them essentially throw the game and essentially each of you will get tens of thousands or, like, you know, $100,000 each for throwing this one game because I'm going to bet on you guys losing even though you're supposed to win. So... I'll, I'll place the bets for you. You can never control that, though. That's that's just sports gambling in a nutshell. Like that's like better... bribing. Rather than bribing the whole NFL team, if an NFL team was just like five people and those five people were in on it, and they were like, "Okay, we're gonna throw it, and we're gonna be," you know. Yeah, I mean that's why people like team sports the most because it's the they're the least likely to be corrupt. But in all honesty, you only need a re- one referee and one star player. But it's that's something in all betting, though. So you can't really stop that. Like that's kind of like why boxing lost its luster. Is because it was so corrupt. And then I think MMA is headed. Well, MMA is losing its luster with me because it's basically just WWE, but more violent. But um, boxing is the same way. You know, any sport can be like it could happen in tennis. You know, there's no you can't really control that. They weren't sent the cease and desist letters for players throwing players throwing caused gamblers to stop gambling so much in what would normally be um, guaranteed bets. So that's what kind of tainted it. But what what they what these websites who are running gambling pools receive cease and desist letters for were for uh, let me let me let me just Google it so that I I don't get this wrong. Cease and desist letters to CSGO um was it CSGO skins? I think it's one of them. Here. Valve began sending cease and desist letters to CSGO gambling sites. This was July 20, 2016. After a few lawsuit filings and a scandal or two involving highly popular YouTubers, Valve officially put its foot down on CSGO gambling. The announcement that the company would take legal action if necessary was made last week, and sure enough, cease and desist letters are now starting to roll in. Last night, Richard Lewis, an esports host and editor for Turner Sports, published a video confirming that Valve has started sending out cease and desist letters to CSGO gambling site operators. The letter was sent to him by a source, blah, blah, blah. Um, so the letter reads itself, the letter itself reads, we quote, we are aware that you are operating one of the gambling sites listed below. You are using Steam accounts to in- conduct this business. Your use of Steam is subject to the terms of the Steam subscriber agreement. Uh, from there, it essentially says that operating a gambling business through Steam is against the rules, and if sites don't cease, and dis- uh, cease operations within 10 days, 
Valve will pursue other strategies, including further legal action. So because the gambling was done in in-game skins, that's why Valve sent out the cease and desist letters. If they were using currency or cryptocurrency, then they probably wouldn't care. But because the in-game skins, remember how we went through this before? Like knives are worth thousands of dollars. Because mm-hmm. because they were using in-game skins that were worth hundreds or thousands of dollars, Steam or Valve did not like that. I think I think the world's gonna get used to it. I think it's gonna take off. Because Valve makes makes multiple they're they're essentially an exchange operating as a skins in-game skins and weapons and items marketplace so they don't want the bad publicity that gambling and operating like crypto gambling websites might bring them as far as investigations from um government entities that you know are are actually looking at if they're paying the correct amount of taxes on how they're taking the percentages of profits from each transaction for example if i use the steam marketplace um to trade uh, i don't know forty thousand dollars worth of items uh the steam marketplace takes a 15 percent cut per transaction so if $40,000 was sent, then, you know, I guess four thousand, like $5,000 or whatever, 6,000 is going to be taken by the valve. And, and it gets to a point where it's looking suspicious how much money they're pulling in and they don't want that. Like they're okay with making like under a billion, but when gambling happens, they're making multiple billions and they probably don't like that. They're trying to keep it on the down low. They're not trying to like make so much so fast and then draw attention from the FBI, from the IRS. They 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 want to maintain this smooth, you know, real life money drip that they have going. Hmm. But I think that around. I think that if I were given the opportunity, I would bet on you. To win that game that you <laughs> and I'm God. stuck on that, and that's all I'm ever gonna be stuck on, Jesse. I want to bet on you to win a game, and Jesus. if you lose that game on purpose, I'm gonna know. I'm gonna know because I know how good you are, and I would say you usually blink when you should have blacked, and you blinked. <laughs> like, why did you black when you should have blinked? And people are gonna, and then that's when the suspicion grows. I'm gonna say Jesse usually blinks right there. And you, you see me on like like you see me buy like multiple Lamborghinis. Yeah. I instead of blink, I should say block because blacked people might not like that particular <laughs> word. But Jesse usually blinks when he blocked. And he blocked when he should have blinked, and that's that's why he lost. He doesn't do that. He's throwing the game. I want my money back. Oh, he bought a Lambo. I'm gonna go punch him. I'm gonna Jeez. go and I'm gonna punch him. Just so. give you the Lambo. You take it. Don't <laughs> punch me. If you gave me a Lambo, I would sell that shit faster than I wouldn't even drive. I'd drive it down one block and then sell uh-huh. it. Yeah. Oh, man. So. Let's move on to Tuesday because we got a Zoom. I'm actually running a little low on time here. Um, okay. Let's go with Coindesk. Uh, here we go. This looks like a juicy. This looks like some juice, baby. <laughs> 
Some apple juice. Samsung to roll out crypto features on budget Galaxy phones. Interest, interesting, interesting. South Korean electronics giant Samsung is planning to bring cryptocurrency and blockchain features to more phones across its Galaxy range. Citing a press release from Samsung, Business Korea reported Tuesday that the firm would make its digital wallet app available even on lower cost models and will further expand the crypto features to more jurisdictions. Chao Wan Chael, Senior Managing Director of the Product Strategy Team at Samsung Electronics Wireless Business Division, has said, We will lower barriers to new experience by gradually expanding the number of Galaxy models that support blockchain functions. We will also expand our service target countries after Korea, the United States, and Canada. So basically, Samsung's saying, We're going to put crypto wallets on all the phones now because it worked okay the first time. So if it ain't broken, don't try to fix it. Mm. Uh, oh, here we go. I love how rich people just get out of stuff, right? It must be great to be rich. Floyd Mayweather and DJ Khaled escape lawsuit brought by ICO investors. Beautiful. Boxer Floyd Mayweather, music producer DJ Khaled, and two employees of an ICO project have been dismissed from an investor lawsuit by a federal judge. Because uh, they had nothing to do with promoting fraud. They, they didn't promote any fraudulent things. That never happened. You kidding? They're I remember rich. that they Instagram post things. on his jet? No, he's rich. He doesn't do fraudulent things, right? Just like Ja Rule said, that's not fraud. Well, we took a bunch of people's money and didn't do what we said we were going to do. That is fraud. No, that's just bad marketing. Nope, Ja Rule. That's fraud. So, it says in Mar- Monday's order, Scola said, I guess that's the judge, said that Scola. one count filed against Mayweather. Where'd your Khaled volume go? Allegedly. You hit a switch. Your volume's weird. Oh, it's it's weird? Yeah, now it's fine. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So I was just reading that. The judge ruled that they were both, uh, they were both allegedly violating securities laws, but uh, it says in one analysis, the plaintiffs failed to, quote, establish that Mayweather reached out to the plaintiffs and successfully s- solicited plaintiffs to purchase TTR tokens. Mm-hmm. So basically, they couldn't establish that he that Mayweather was soliciting to purchase CTR tokens from the image of him and his jet saying buy Centra tokens that that wasn't enough to incriminate him. Wow. Wow. Like I'm just upset just... now. So let's see. Let's... <sighs> okay. RIF launches. Oh, I love these guys. Uh, RIF launches layer three network to scale Bitcoin based smart contract tokens. Smart contracts and tokens. So Bitcoin-based tokens. Um, RF Labs has developed the Risk Network or the Rootstock Network. Not Risk. Rootstock Network for Ethereum-like tokens and smart contracts on top of Bitcoin's blockchain has launched a third-layer solution to help scale this technology. After more than a year in the works, Lumino Project is now officially live. RF said Tuesday, the Gibraltar-based firm, parent of the startup RSK Labs, Claims Lumino can handle up to 5,000 transactions per second. 
While that may pale in comparison to 65,000 trans- transactions per second, the Visa network is capable of processing according to the payment giant's latest annual report. It's still an improvement over Bitcoin's transaction throughput, which rarely cracks two digits. Conceptually, Lumino is similar to Bitcoin's Lightning Network and that it allows parties to transact off-chain and so-called state channels until one party decides to record their balance on the blockchain for final settlement. However, in addition to Bitcoin, Lumino can also scale transactions volume for the tokens running on the, the Rootstock network. And there are about a dozen such tokens currently according to the Rootstock Block Explorer. So, it's pretty neat. That's This is what I was talking about earlier in the night when I was saying like Bit, Bitcoin's story isn't done. It's just that all of the mind share shifted to Ethereum because Bitcoin was having some human conflicts. But the interesting story still needs to be told is that what's going Ooh. to happen to Ethereum when they start having some human conflicts? Do they all just jump ship and go to a different token? Yep. Exactly. Which is why, why, why fucking jump ship? Have the tough conversations, get shit done, build new shit. It's like Tron's, uh, what is it, CTO left? Yeah. It's just, he's like, I'm going to go make one. I'm going to go make a, the same thing and then I'm going right. to profit from it. It's like you're going to have tough conversations. Surprise, you're not always going to agree on how things should be done. You've got to be able to work with other humans. You don't just jump ship and build something new and think it's better. And that's the problem with crypto. Is that Ethereum isn't getting stuff done fast enough. So what happens? They're like, I'm going to build EOS. It's so super good. That doesn't work. I'm going to build, uh, what is this shit? IOTA. It's fancier. It's newer. No, man. Stop doing that. Just work on stuff and make stuff better. That's all. That's all we need. That's all we need the engineers to do. Well, sometimes there's just too much bureaucracy behind, like, See, that's what I'm talking about. You got to sift through it. You got to no, do what it you takes. design it. You start from scratch. That's the great thing about coding. You could throw it away. The people who buy into your token, they're fu- they're they're fucked. But like, from, <laughs> from your standpoint, the people who buy your shit are fucked. But you could just throw that shit in the can and start from scratch, baby. Yeah, it's like digital Legos. Coding is great. You can make value from nothing. <sighs> Whatever. Sucks, Maybe it's just a culture to be I don't understand. Faster. It's just a culture I don't understand. So maybe that's what that is. I don't know. It's not marriage. Anyways, uh, I, I'll tell you what I do understand. Tinder mints, baby. <laughs> hey, there's a new article that just popped in for today, 30 minutes ago. Talks about uh, Tether ordered to freeze transfers to Bitfinex by New York Supreme Court. Wow. Uh, New that's York deep. judge ordered crypto exchange Bitfinex and its affiliated stablecoin stable issuer Tether to turn over documentation about a loan and a line of credit Tether provided to Bitfinex. The court finds, quote, the court finds that the preliminary injunction should be tailored to address OAG's legitimate law enforcement concerns while not unnecessarily in- interfering with respondents' legitimate business activities, he wrote. Specifically, the judge ordered Tether cannot loan any assets to Bitfinex or any other or other parties Except in the normal course of conducting its business, Tether cannot distribute any funds from its reserves to executives, employees, or other individuals except for payroll and normal contractor, consultant, or vendor payments. Neither Bitfinex nor Tether are allowed to modify in any way documents asked for in the NYAG's original subpoenas, and the injunction will expire in 90 days. But the 
NYAG's office could petition the court to extend it two weeks before then. Oh, interesting. Well, 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 the plot thickens. <laughs> interesting. All right. So let me go to Wednesday's. I'll read Wednesday's articles now, I think. Uh, yeah. All right. So the first article for Wednesday, hacked cryptocurrency exchange Cryptopia goes into liquidation. We, we read about that earlier. Everybody knows about that. Um, <laughs> if you don't know, Col- now you know, bitches. Yeah. If you don't know, now you know. Right. Uh, and then we have the block. I don't know what this is about. The blockchain paradox. Um, Ooh, this sounds, this might be this sounds like some dream. Marvel shit. Uh, all right. Some this is actually a good read, but it's too long for what we're going to try and do. Congressman Emmer to reintroduce tax bill focused on crypto hard forks. So that's what that guy's doing. Um, <laughs> World Bank Com Bank team up for world first blockchain bond transaction. So World Bank and Commonwealth Bank of Australia have that's ComBank have teamed up to enable recording of secondary market bond trading using blockchain tech. Uh, World Bank Vice President Treasurer Jing Donghua said, enabling secondary trading recording uh, recorded on the blockchain is a tremendous step forward towards enabling capital markets to leverage distributed ledger technologies for faster, more efficient, and more secure transactions. So they're going to start using it. Um, ComBank's Innovation Lab's Head of Experimentation and Commercialization, Sophie Gilder, commented, quote, blockchain has the potential to streamline processes for raising capital and trading securities, improve operational efficiencies, and enhance regulatory oversight. Um, All right, so they're going to issue bonds over blockchain. Um, And then the last article for Wednesday, it's more of an uh, ideological, philosophical uh, look at technology in general. Uh, the article is entitled Technologies Eight Externalities. One, it uh, hurts a sense of direction. Uh, and mm. Then it gives you a little anecdote. The invention of the GPS has finally made taking that road trip easier than before. Uh, and with GPS technology becoming more advanced, meaning that the device hardly ever steers you unwittingly into oncoming traffic anymore, millions of individuals are starting to trust it. However, studies now show that the ubiquitous GPS could actually be making drivers dumber. Uh, Take, for example, this study done by University College London. In the study, researchers found that the use of GPS systems actually reduces important brain activity while driving. According to researchers, this brain activity rests in the prefrontal cortex and the hippocampus areas of the brain that are responsible for helping drivers conceptualize new routes. Because GPS devices remove the need for simulations, such simulations, humans no longer exercise these important areas of the brain while driving. All right, so I don't know, whatever. That's um, dumb. Impairs, yeah, impairs but, social skills. Hmm. I don't know. Just read them uh, off three. real quick. Rattle them through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm rattling. Um, two impairs social skills. Three decreases physical activity. Four holds back our. Okay, it's kind of getting ridiculous. Holds back our academics. Five impairs productivity. Six confounds the truth. Okay, I could agree with number six potentially. Seven hurts customer service abilities. Mm, uh, yes. potentially I yeah I so i agree with six seven i don't agree with five i don't agree with four what was eight eight is Great. decreases attention span i agree with eight so yeah, six seven eight i can agree with those 
The thing about like the, the GPS thing though, that thing that kind of sucks, I realized it was kind of an embarrassing moment for me this week. I don't know if you put a map in front of me and give me a person's address, I don't oh. know how to find it. I don't know. Like I don't. Are even you know. are you supposed to know? You're just supposed to know the city, right? And like yeah, the roads. Like, they're supposed to give you like the intersection of two roads. Dude, I'm telling you, I, how can you even do that? That's I, I wish some old person would come out of a closet and said, "Let me teach you the ways of the elders." Because I was looking at a map of Detroit, Michigan, and I had an address in my left hand, and I was like, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how to find this, <laughs> and so I had to get my laptop up and look it up, look it up on Google Maps, and zoom in really close, and then match shapes to put the address on the physical map. Oh no! No, what you do is you put your cell phone on the map, and then the the cell phone detects the map. And it detects you want to put the phone into I don't have GPS mode. And then it vibrates the phone to where you're supposed to go. And you follow the phone's path. The phone, like, it'll turn on its camera and it'll scan the route so that it prints it out in, in offline mode. Dude. Yeah. What it's like Jumanji. A, is there an app ID in there? Okay. So you know how there's Google Translate, right? Okay. You look at the words and they turn into Spanish. Right. They're beautiful. What if you could put in a list of addresses and then you put your camera on a physical map and then it put pins on the physical map in the camera where they should be? I feel like that exists already. I feel like it probably does too, but in my mind, I'm going to hope that it doesn't so I can feel like a micro genius. Micro genius. I like that. Why micro genius? Why not macro genius? Because I'm a modest man, Jesse. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right moving on to thursday's news um you know what rhymes with micro genius micro penis <laughs> uh, i wish it did because that would be so funny <laughs> that's so dumb uh, that is like a that's uh, like an X-rated dad joke. <laughs> Here's Thursday's article. Just 376 individuals hold 30. Oh, we just did this. Hold 33% of all Ether cryptocurrency, right? So we're just creating new one percenters. It's like the story's never. You know what I honestly want to do with crypto? I want to read a tale of two cities, and I want to try to relate that to crypto as many times as i could like that's we're just it's it's great and like now i see my like my my dad's old black man wisdom when i got really really into crypto and he was like it's just money it ain't no damn different and i was like what this is the future dad what the fuck is wrong with you something is, and he's like it's just money it ain't even a big deal it ain't gonna change nothing you're going to have rich people. You're going to have poor people. They're just going to be rich and poor and Bitcoin. What's the big deal? And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like. I want to be rich. Is that what you told them? <laughs> I was like, you don't get it, man. This is going to decentralize everything, man. <laughs> you're, just, you're, just, you're just old. You're just old. And you don't understand new things. Did you wish? Did you wish you had gone all in 
when you said that? I kind of did. I went all in on my teacher's salary, which is like, I'm going to stop buying this Snickers bar once a week for <laughs> six months and save up 40 bucks and put it in Bitcoin. <laughs> hey, but if, it's, if it was early enough, right? Six bucks yeah, or true. 40 bucks is what is 20? 20 bucks is uh, 55 million. Yeah. So anyways, um, the thing I mean, about anyways, it is you could have been a millionaire, a bazillionaire. That's right. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Yeah. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Anyways, uh, yeah. So either uh, only a few people own all the money. One of them's Vitalik. Oh, uh, is it really? Does he still have ETH? Like a lot? Well, hold up. Maybe I shouldn't be too hasty. I thought he's. 30, I thought he sold off a lot of it. I don't know about anything Vitalik does. <laughs> I do know that once he gets a girlfriend, this show is over. No, Ethereum price drops goes <laughs> to zero. It's done. <laughs> you can't just sit in that room and code all day. You better take me out. No, I'm kidding. That's not how all women talk. I shouldn't be stereotypical like that. That's how most women talk. Just 376 <laughs> individuals hold 33% of all Ether cryptocurrency. That's not a lot. 33% is just a third. So let's go it's a lot <laughs> stop it that's a lot oprah will soon add tron support to its it- i am done with this article no. opera not oprah no 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 it's it's oprah like the woman no it's opera don't mm. you're gonna confuse people you're gonna think oprah is like touting tron because Ellen be touted such a bad thing. According to what I heard, lying is good marketing. Uh, that's true. You're right. Oprah loves Tron. <laughs> the black Oprah. Oh, man. Brave browser to raise over $30 million in a Series A equity round, says sources. So thank you, Brave. Keep being awesome because I, for one... All cards on the table. I'm a huge fan of Bat in a own it kind of way, and I hope you're really successful. <laughs> I own Bat. I love it. How much Bat do you have? None have you your the business, Jesse. Have you seen the Delta app? The Delta app allows you to show your percentages of holdings. It doesn't show your holdings, but it shows percentages. So, like, there was an article written, and uh, the the author said. Um, you know, this author, he makes that statement that this author owns um, cryptocurrencies. You can see my portfolio distribution here. And then he linked his Delta app um, account, his distribution. And I thought that was pretty cool. Very honest. That's something we should do. We should do that. You know, what do you think? I think it's a decent idea. I think very, I think one thing we need okay. to do. I'm going to make fun of you guys. When, when you guys don't have Tron, and I'm gonna laugh because it's so bad that I have Tron, and I can't believe I didn't sell it <laughs> when it was at like way higher. Better I can't not. believe like Cello sold it, and I was like, "Don't sell Cello, just hold, hold with me." <laughs> it went all the way down. <laughs> like, hold with me. Uh, oh. That was too funny. Please hold with me. Oh, <laughs> um, like nope. Oh man. 
Um, please. It'd be funny though. It'd be funny to see everybody's distribution. Because you could be mm. like, oh yeah, he's totally a Bitcoin maximalist, <laughs> or he. he I'm likes, actually not. He like. He likes ether, or he likes. You know, I'm pretty whatever. well spread out, man. I I I'm a true fucking believer in the crypto. I've decentralized my gains, baby. Oh, I'm I'm a true I'm a true believer. There's proof of I have proof of stake in this game. God, I have garlic Just, coin. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I almost got some I, fuck token. I almost got some fuck token two years ago. As Damn. a joke, somebody wanted to give, send me fuck token and say, "Hey, I, I I'm giving you two fucks, but I don't have any more fucks to give." And I was like, "That's actually really funny. I hope that token takes off." That that is pretty great. I wonder if anybody. You know, has the any one Doge. thing I regret is that what? Bitcoin got so scammy that a person came on our show to talk about Jesus Coin. Or sorry, Christ coin, one of the two, had no clue what he was talking about. And I was pointing him out that he had no clue that what he was talking about. But he really, really thought he was like raising money for for the Lord, which is you know, that's great. Like people love Dude, religion. That's so religion. cool. Pr- crypto evangelist. Like yeah, that's a like new he's, category. Like this these coins represent Jesus, I think is what he was going for. Which is deep. I didn't even want to get into that. I was just telling him, like, dude, there's no reason to just go raise money. Just go, like, go ask people for money. That's what religion's all about On so, at some aspects. Go do good things and say, hey, doing good things isn't free. Can you give us some money so we can do more good things? Like, you don't, ha- you don't need a crypto for that. And uh, I said that to him, and now I feel bad about it. He just didn't know what he was doing. He wasn't scamming people. I'm sorry. He wasn't scamming. Just didn't didn't know what he was doing. So he was he was a believer. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Like I mean, I'm cool. I would if he would have just said, "Yo, this is for Christ." I would said, "All right, man, I'll give you a few bucks." But it's not. It's for whoever's running the the token. Yeah, but <laughs> it's like it's Moving like the same on, people though. who like justify like tithing to mega churches. It doesn't make sense. No church we needs like we can't go a fifty there. million dollar building. We got we can't tread that. We're not going down that path. We <laughs> we're not even going down that path. We I'd rather race debate than to go down the religious path. That's a bad. That's a bad. Uh, we're moving on. Next article. <laughs> I don't even know why I brought up Christ coin or Jesus coin. I don't remember which one it was, but anyways. Coindesk, meme factory, blockchain-based digital collectibles market meme factory. It doesn't need to be blockchain. (sighs) (laughs) Meme factory, a blockchain-based marketplace. (laughs) What? This is exactly what we're going to do. That's why I put it as the last article for Thursday. (laughs) Oh, oh, yeah. We're trying to make this. Damn it. They beat us to it. Isn't this what Fruit Token is, essentially? No, no, this is the uh, the image, the art, the digital art. Oh, breeding art? Yeah, that's what this is. Look. No fucking way. Meme Factory is a built on Ethereum and allows users to create, issue, and trade provably rare digital collectibles, <laughs> according to an announcement. 
The platform has was created by blockchain startup District OX Network, which raised nine million via an initial coin offering in August 2017. The funding was raised in either in Ether and saw participation from venture capital firms Boost VC and Coin Fund. District OX, I think I have that. Isn't that D and T? No, that's the uh, that's OX. OX, okay. Zero OX X. describes the platform as a true decentralized digital collectibles marketplace, completely self-governed and functioning autonomously. Okay, whatever. Memes will be issued in a limited number while existing memes can be traded and resold on a secondary. This isn't what we were trying to build. Nobody, Jesse, was trying to breed art. Okay. Nobody. They're not, they're not breeding? No. They're just trading. They're just trading. Art. They're just trading. Oh, okay. Uh, the firm told Coindesk last year that once the platform is fully built, entrepreneurs will be able to build <laughs> websites, uh, what it terms, districts, to develop uh, communities around a range of purposes. Districts will be decentralized autonomous organizations that enable. Okay, fancy, fancy, fancy here. Uh, it's like meme Reddit. Yeah. Oh, hey, I had a question. I just bought a sweet at. Well, I, I, I'm bidding for a sweet s um, ETH domain, and I'm just curious, how does that work? Like, have you, I know you guys back a while back, like started squatting on a bunch of them. Yeah. Fuck. You... But that's not going to work because May, this coming May, they're doing, um, um, like maintenance fees, like upkeep charges. Um, but that doesn't like, remember. Ooh. I think you could go through. Um, I think you can go through my crypto or my Ethereum wallet to find Ether domains. There's um. No, I've already found the domain, domain and I bid on it. I'm just wondering how the redirection works. Like, is it, it's it's oh. redirection for your Ethereum address, right? Hmm. I can't tell like, you that. All I do know is that like somebody could send ETH to that domain, and you know, it's 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 beautiful. So it's only used for sending ETH. It's not used for displaying like. No, you can display like stuff. You can do anything you want with it, but you can also send ETH and ERC twenties directly to that domain, which is kind of neat, right? You can think about all the kind of nifty things you could do. Well, so if I have a web server, right, can I, like, run a personal website and then have it redirect, like, have my local web server redirect to that that domain name? So, like, when you search, you know... Uh, I told you District OX is DNT. I know my shit. I Jesus. thought it was OX. No, that's OX protocol. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I actually have... I'm actually a fan of DNT as well in a big, in a rather big way. So, um, you know, I, have you checked out the the virtual the Decentraland stuff? I have not. Okay, they're on District OX, right? Mm, I don't think they're on District OX. I thought they were on OX protocol. Oh, that's what I meant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're they're, they're not the same thing then. Okay. What is District uh, OX versus OX protocol? Uh, now that's a good question. District OX is quasi competing with status. Like there's some 
tangential relationships there. I know OX is just for like um. Let me see. How can I find the words here? I know one thing it's for is decentralized exchanging. Uh, and the coolest thing I've ever seen done with OX is somebody sent ETH to someone else in Reddit. Huh. I don't want to say decentralized Oracle because that might be a bit lofty and untrue. Oh, see, look at decentraland.org. It looks amazing. Yeah, that's one it's, hell of a uh, website right there. That is insane. Are you looking at it now? Yeah. Yeah, it's insane, dude. That's that's one hell of a website right there. Oh, my God. I'm going to um, go buy some right now. I'm going to go buy some mana right now based on this, this website's <laughs> making my shorts tight. Oh, wow. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, have you seen it? Like, have you actually gone inside to check it out? I haven't, but people own this virtual land. Like, didn't no, a lot I know. of virtual land sell for like $300,000 in 2017? Uh, it sells for a lot, yeah, hundreds of thousands. But that's what I'm asking. Like, have you gone in or no? no? I haven't. I haven't gone in. Should you want to go in? Dude, I want to go in. You want to go in together? Let's do it, bro. Let's do it. How do we this go in awesome. here? Uh, start no. Join their Discord. I'm not going. Okay, I'm gonna to ask. I'm gonna ask. How do I join? <laughs> How do I join? Are you going to ask them, I want to go in Decentraland? Yeah. General chat. How do I go inside Decentraland? More specifically, is there an admin here? And I would like to go inside you. (laughs) All right. Let's see. Somebody's responding. I feel like it sounds like such a dumb question. How do I go inside Decentraland? Someone help me. (laughs) They're going to be like, it's not actually like a virtual reality place. It's just like it's 2D text. And... What if they kick you out? <laughs> the hell is this? We got a hacker they... over here. <laughs> Marketplace. What is this? Choose your ideal location in Genesis City. Oh, oh, oh. How much is a descent? How, how much is a mono token? Look it up real quick. Let me take a look at this shit. Cause I'm looking at I'm looking at the land prices right now. Hmm. One mana is worth approximately five pennies. Six pennies. Okay. Uh, six pennies. So what mana. is fifty thousand? Fifty thousand mana. So convert that to dollars. 50,000. Well, 10,000 would be how many? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. It'd be 5,729 bucks. Okay. So then multiply so that by 5, and you're sitting at 25. Wait, $300, right? No, sorry. $3,000, right? $3,000. Yeah, $3,000. $3,000. $3,000 for parts of the land. And there are expiration dates. Well, are there upkeep costs? Oh. No, no, no. You were right. Is Sorry, 10000 is $572. So then multiply that wow. times five. I moved the decimal one too many. You got 3000 bucks. Oh, no, yeah. 3000 bucks. We were right. So... That you can buy a road, so 
um, a year ago it was about a thousand mana, but now it's selling for twenty eight thousand. Twenty eight thousand mana. That's insane. I want to join. I want to go inside the central land just so I can use like an annoying trades tradesman voice. That will be ten thousand oh. mana. Oh wow! So you, the closer you are to these like nodes in Decentraland, the more you pay because there are yeah. some plots of land that are like millions of mana. Yeah, yeah. They're seek. They're they're low key trying to build a a network via proof of stake by gamifying it, right? That is looks like what they're trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. Very close to Genesis Very clever. Plaza. Um actually interviewed the founder of them on my other show block channel um a couple of years back it was a fascinating interview uh, you have another channel yeah man i podcast a lot block channel um block channel.com is it.com i should know that wait really yeah man I'm the there's another whole thing yeah i'm the co-founder of block channel Wait, why? Why do you have? Why are you doing block channel? Why? Yeah, what is this one about? Uh, with block channel, we interview uh, mainly developers of projects that people haven't heard of that we know are going to be the tits. Oh, this is Stephen Stephen Mackey. Stephen Mackey, yeah. Uh, so he originally was a part of the network. Uh, I helped him found block channel and i've been on almost every episode and that's 50 some odd episodes deep and yeah man i podcast a lot so <laughs> let's see so he block runs channel. does he run this yeah that's the website that he put up for block channel i'm more more involved with uh the the show and we only run on um uh come on now come on brain uh what is it called soundcloud so yeah there you go there's a plug for my other show in case you guys didn't know uh, i'm co-host uh co-founder the block channel and dr petty's also a co-host on that show as well so we interview different kinds of guests there for for more pertinent crypto projects that i think are actually winners in the space uh really 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 great projects um so ah, interesting there's uh some stuff you didn't know about me jesse so that's another podcast i'm on and we're actually recording next week so look out for blockchannel.com so um that's it guys we ran out of articles a long time ago we just kind of been shooting the shit so we should let you guys go back to your lives right yeah <laughs> uh Thanks for listening to another week. I know I tricked you guys. I said we're not gonna we're not gonna record next week. I need a break, but I lied. Um, we've been doing this a full year. We love doing it. Uh, I personally only do this show because I get to do it with Jesse, the man broke. Yeah, I only get to do it with D. D that's yeah. <laughs> if there were anyone else, I would not do this show. Wow, this is so cool. Decentraland, like three hundred eighty land. Decentraland is something you could get into. You should start uh, your you should start your private virtual doctor practice in Decentraland. Be 10, oh 15 God. years ahead of the game. Private practice within Decentraland? Within Decentraland. Oh my God. Yep. So cool. 
So it's the future. So, so get cool. this, get this. You have Decentraland, a virtual virtual land. Imagine having a virtual shop on your virtual land, and in the virtual shop, you sell virtual goods, a la Crypto Kitties. But the people that have the shop have to pay you rent on your virtual land to sell the Crypto Kitties. Whoa! I know. Deep, right? This is big blue area here. Oh, clicked it. Dragon City. What is that? Imagine Decentraland empowers all of the virtual world. So Decentraland becomes something that is intertwined with virtual world and advertisers are buying plots of land or billboards on plots of land. It's creepy how awesome Decentraland can get. But that's if you're a nerd. So anyway, speaking of being a nerd, go out and watch Avengers Endgame this weekend. You won't be disappointed in the second half of the film. Um, what else? Uh, go to the Bitcoin podcast.com and you can find all the episodes of just the headers. If you like this one, you can find all the episodes, episodes of the Bitcoin podcast, all the episodes of the, the bullpen, uh, podcast all the episodes of dose of ether all the episodes of on ramping with d all the episodes of hashing it out we have shows we pump them out we hope that you enjoy the content please join the slack we had our first meme meme off this week it went pretty good come for the community stay for the memes baby Uh, those memes are going to be trickling out via instagram and twitter um, thank you for everyone who participated. Your ether is on the way. So if you want to join the Slack and you want an opportunity to win some ether, then you join that sh- Slack and you win that ether. Oh my God. Does it look as awesome as like I'm, I'm watching Centraland. Uh, Jesse is lost. So we're going to go ahead and wrap this one up. <laughs> uh, play the outro.